Can we restart? <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck? I don't think I've ever like I dude, I just I, I lost what the hell everything was that? I was gonna say, man. I was I like, okay, he's gonna I was like, okay, I'm I'm vibing dance. to it and then I was he's like gonna dance this one, I guess. What did I Oh my lord. It's okay, it's fine. Don't worry, we'll roll with it. As we heard Peter Pan say. Here we go, guys. Oh, we're, oh, and, we're not. And, okay, we're no take two. Did you keep recording? Yeah, it's still keep recording. recording. Yeah, let's just keep it. I don't care. Whatever. It's embarrassing. Okay, so yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Listen. Uh, we're going. Okay. And uh, we're back for our third episode. And um, hi, it's Caleb. And, and my co-host, I think he's on the side of nope, me. Nope, I'm not. Ernie. You're on that side. I'm on that side. He's Wait, on that I side. have to look this way. You're over here where this wall is. Hey, man. Hey, man, you're looking good. I got, I got other screens there. Didn't know you were just wearing your undies today. Very nice. Best, Best husband in the galaxy, galaxy. man. Who, who, who say? did this? You who know? got that? For yourself? Uh, you know, just a good friend of mine. You know, um... Caleb? Your good friend Caleb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Is exactly. I got it myself. You know? Yeah. <laughs> she does not, though, but she did get me this as, like, a, I think a wedding gift. Um, we she got needs matching. Um, you need to get matching. It needs to be blue. I should. It needs to be blue, you think? Well, I mean, it's hard because I, I mean, I wouldn't choose red for best husband. I think that mm-hmm. automatically just gives more of an evil vibe, which is an yes. interesting, which is an interesting route for your best husband. I mean, I mean, like, uh-huh. I don't think a Sith would be a good husband or level or, or lover, level. <laughs> lover. True. Think True. of Darth but, Maul. Think of being married. But to my Darth favorite Maul. color is red. You know, so I think that's where her head was at. No, yeah, that makes more sense. It's so okay. She doesn't know the Lord. Yeah, I don't have to put that. It on is. Her. It is. Yeah. I, I will say though, we're trying. We're trying. Okay, I made her finish the Mandalorian with me. And you finished Book and, of Boba, hopefully, right? And yeah, that's what I meant. Book of Boba. Okay. We did that. I tried to start the Tales of the Jedi. I don't think her or my mom were feeling it. And we're gonna watch Andor soon. So, so mm-hmm. I am trying. Tales of the Jedi is good. Tales of the Jedi is real good. It's the Dooku okay. episodes. Okay, see, I don't episodes. think they were into it, so I might have to watch that myself. It, it has like an 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like artisanal Whoa. Star Wars. <laughs> At least I think. I, awesome. I really liked it. Well, today is February 2nd, 2023, and can I just say, and my lovely guest on Hug from Disney, of course. Um, I have Holiday Nog, because it's, it's the, the vegan version of Eggnog. Um, because I bought it and never drank it, so so that's what today is. You know, it's uh... holiday nog. I'm I'm I rarely drink nog. I've I never okay. grew up with it, so it was a thing I would I bought for myself. I guess you could say. Yeah, same. But it's same. weird, right? It, you know, it's funny is I always I can never remember if I like it or not, and so I think that's why I put off drinking it. It expires mm. in like a week, so I think that's why I put it off. And I now I'm like, yeah. oh, it's it's like. It's spicy, like it's got spice, not spicy like hot, but it's got it's got spices in it. It's it's good. I like it. Yeah, it's it's unique. It's yeah. it's kind of like yeah, cereal milk. Once a year thing for a reason. A little different. Ooh, that's a good way to put it though. 
horchata. Oh. Have you ever had horchata? It uh-huh. tastes, it tastes yep. like uh, like yeah. toast crunch. It's milk. got that same mouth feel. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. It does. Mm. It does. <laughs> well, today, uh, what are we talking about, Ernie? What What are we doing? Well, you know, um, when we don't have a lot of show prep time, then we just throw random ideas out. And mm. I guess the, the idea we came up with was... <clears throat> Like what is what got you into liking pop culture fandom things paraphernalia stories yeah. like what drew you because some people live their whole lives without ever delving into that part of right I guess you know media or just <clears throat> art and all of the above yeah. really some people live their yeah. whole lives without it completely I I've seen a bunch of people. Can't um, imagine. My wife before me didn't really watch movies, you know, and definitely not anything animated. So, I, in the last two years, is probably the most that she's had to go to the movies and yeah. get into stuff, you know. And how does how does she feel? Is it like a cool new experience for her doing all that? Yeah, like, uh, she wishes she wishes she knew more. Um, Understandable. That comes with time, yeah. you know. It's hard. Like again, we were talking about Marvel Phase Four last week. You know, it's it's hard to dive into that and be like, oh, okay, uh, cool. Yeah. It's hard you know, to it's, and, it's hard Star to follow. Wars in the middle. It's hard to follow something like that when it's so established already. Yeah. Like to yeah. like jump into the Marvel over thirty film catalog is treacherous and intimidating Jeez. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely like going to the movies is like a good, you know, go to activity for us. But wow, actually sad to say I don't think we've gone yet in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Wow. Totally, I, I understand, I, yeah. yeah. Movies are Jeez. a completely different beast nowadays. Yeah. Every, everyone still kind of has a hesitation towards it. Like, mm-hmm. after COVID happened, the streaming push was so intense that, like... So intense. It, yeah, like, live TV is basically, like, destroyed, I think. I mean, it still exists, but, like, yeah. very few people have it. I don't know anyone who has it's it. It's not worth it. I have an antenna. That's My parents haven't had it channels. in, like, ten years. Not ten. Like, five yeah. years, probably. And, right. and they're like, you know, an older generation that you think would mm-hmm. still have it, but they they right. cut their cord a while ago. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> gotta good. see my Hannity. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. so, so but that's great. I, I, yeah, I, I I think so. But so I've got I've got my own little bit of research here. Uh, you down for me diving into it? Absolutely, absolutely. So so our theme today, I guess, would be pop culture, and we're talking about us. So just in case anybody has that, I think Ernie did a great definition. Uh, it was pretty good. But when I search pop culture, what it says is modern popular culture transmitted via the mass media and aimed particularly at younger people, which I think is interesting because yeah. we've grown up in an, in a period where, like, you think of consoles and how gaming wasn't super duper popular, but now it's like everybody games and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, because it's so much more accessible, like Fortnite blowing up and things like that. And then it lists um, a bunch of things, popular music, film, television, radio. I don't I don't get that one necessarily. But video games, book publishing, internet, comics, all those good things. So so I guess let's start on where where did it start for you? What what like facet, what yeah. category there I guess was like the first thing for you? Oh yeah, I mean, as a as a young boy growing up, there's many things you can discover or be brought into by you know older people in your life and what have you. And 
<clears throat> for me, it was all over. Certain things grabbed my attention more than others, but like for Marvel-y things, it w like watching that first Spider-Man movie and playing the Spider-Man game on PS1, like PS2 yeah. vibe. I think it was yeah. PS2 for the movie game. Um, mm -hmm. That that deepened my love for Spider-Man at a young age. Like that's what did it. That's what got yeah. me hooked into the Spider-Man kind of stories and what have you but on the complete up op opposite side the first movie i ever saw was attack of the clones live like that and that yeah. that's like burned in my memory and so i mean i haven't i'm i'm obsessed with pop culture to a degree but now but what started it, of course was star wars in like the biggest way growing up like very conservative christian household not allowed to watch power rangers because it's like demonic to <laughs> For some reason, my parents allowing this little, you know, bit of escapism past their, you know, like, you know, their judgments on, on certain pop culture for some reason, which was mm -hmm. great for my, my benefit for sure, because <laughs> I got to just completely disappear in, in that world. And the Star Wars games have such a, like, to me, the, like games in the movies as a kid, which is what pulled me into pop culture, yeah. like big yeah. time. Like I didn't. I wasn't allowed to do the comic thing. Um, this, mm. I mean, radio, there wasn't really pop culture. There still really isn't pop culture radio. Yeah. Um, but video games and and, and movies. But, yeah. you know, the first Tobey Maguire movie in Attack of the Clones, that kind of just, like, yeah. put me down so down the and path, that, I guess you could say. But what about what about yourself, sir? Dude, that's our childhood man that's that's crazy to think and i had just seen a video where they showed like the evolution of spider-man games going back to like the 90s you know the old arcadey games to now and it oh, was yeah, just man. web swinging oh yeah and it's i didn't think about that because they did they used to do movie releases and game releases and again these weren't crazy games compared to like the marvel spider-man that came out five years oh, ago yeah, now, no, four and a half whatever not even close but like I, I didn't have a PlayStation 2, but my uncle did. And so I remember playing Spider-Man there a ton, or, or truthfully, just watching him play a ton. So that that's crazy. I remember seeing those movies in the theaters. That's good. And for me, as a kid, like, I don't have many memories of my, my parents, you know, together in that time. But what I do remember is us watching the original Star Wars movies in our, in our living room there with, like, this big old tv you know like a big you know one of those big box big box ones mm. that was impossible to move you know and so i remember growing up with star wars, like i couldn't tell you what else they have in common but star wars like that was an interest for them and you know that's carried on to to me for sure my brother somewhat you know and like that's what we grew up with and we grew up with the nintendo 64 and we had um the pod racing game you know and how freaking oh, fun wow, that yeah. was yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then, and then you think about rolling into games on like the 360 with Battlefront Two. Battlefront Two was on the original Xbox, but you could play was on it. So I, you could play it on 360. So I don't think I ever had it on the original Xbox, or maybe I did. I, I got it from I got it from Hollywood Video. Oh my God. <laughs> if you remember that. <laughs> uh huh. I got it from so, a Hollywood Video, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Blew my mind here. Blew my mind. I couldn't remember. So I guess I've mostly played it late then, because I just remember playing on 360. And yeah, it, so but like the 360 compatible. was great because yeah, it was backwards compatible. I played so many original Xbox games on 360 uh, back in the day. Yeah, but yeah. you and, make and a, you make a good point. Is a yeah, you make a good point where it's like 
good pop culture is a great unifier. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Even from people with completely different beliefs of the world and religious mm-hmm. and whatever, if good yeah. pop culture does one thing, it unifies people, and yeah. and you share basically you're sharing love. People kind of get too serious about it and start getting really snippy and really shitty about certain things, and it and it's it's a toxic uh, like a toxic seed within pop culture. Dem, I think there's perfect valid reason to express your interests and disinterests in whatever pop culture media appears because that's just you know how you feel within so you're expressing it there's nothing wrong with that but it's just you have to mind the hate mind the vitriolic tone and just and just say it as an opinion but not as like this is a matter of fact and if you disagree you're wrong like Mm -hmm. there there is like a seed that i'm noticing within pop culture that is kind of like like a kind of like a gross thing because when it's doing its job right it's unifying and if anything you're just sharing love like ultimately like you you like yeah. the art for what it is but you can just be like oh i love star wars and that other person that loves star wars will be like i love it too and then you yeah. can go in the nitty-gritty of like you know the 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 chosen one and in, in the mortis arcs on clone wars or what have you mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you can also just say well i just yeah. love it and you're like that's oh you love clone wars I can yeah. I can vibe with you. <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely. It, it, gosh, man, that's so weird to think back. Because now you got me all, all mixed up on these consoles. Because that's part of what I pulled up that I wanted to talk about was, like, yeah. growing up. So, like, like, you talk about the transition to now. Now there's there's TikTok. We've got YouTube. We've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. I mean, we get notifications and emails. Uh, I mean, constantly from everything that we've ever done, Xbox, any Steam, any of these like freaking services. And and they're forcing pop culture upon us or what they want to be (laughs) their form of pop culture now. It wasn't that easy back then. It wasn't, especially for us growing up. You know, obviously we had the internet. (laughs) I'm not saying that, you know, but like, thinking back to game releases you know i I was looking at like for me like biggest games growing up and i love to talk about this time period but like uh, i pulled up when when did halo 2 come out november 9th 2004 is what i get oh four we're coming up on on 19 years since that game came out and just imagining how much fun that was with the shotgun with the sniper running around playing in massive lobbies you know and then a year later, the 360 releases, and thank God it was backwards compatible, because then we we pre-ordered two years after that, and September 25th, it says 2007, Halo 3, you know what I mean? But like you had to work for those things. It didn't just pop up on your, your screen like things do in Kinect, you know, and it was, I, I think it was a lot more genuine. I, I saw, I, feel like, I, I agree completely, and I love, I love this point for sure. <laughs> but I feel like the issue now is that we're oversaturated. And I think that's problematic. Like, and it goes back to last week, right? Talking about phase four. Look at how much they did in just two short years. It used to be three or four movies a year. There was like, there's too much content. Like we literally couldn't, we couldn't watch it all. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was a longer episode because there was so much to talk about. Would would you go back and relive those days? Like, do you wish it was more like that than it is now? So I think the 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 transition period of 
particular gaming, but even with all media, mm-hmm. um, is the Reddit, like the availability of it is very easy. Back in the day, your game collection was like a sacred library where you go yeah. into and pull out of and like, this is the yeah. Ark of the Covenant. I shall re- <laughs> reanimate it and live its wonder. And now it's just a spreadsheet. It's just a computer yep. program. It's just a, oh, geez, a name yeah. on your desktop where you're like, oh, that's Halo. Let's play it. You yeah. know, you can play Halo whenever you want on your computer, but is it more magical than experience it for the first time on original Xbox back in 2004? Frick, no, it's not. And it will never yeah. be. And that's mm-hmm. just how it is. There, There's an oversaturation of gameplay, f- formulaic gameplay around safe developing, development bubbles where they don't go too outlandish with new ideas and new mechanics they kind of keep the same structure just rearranging certain fonts and and player models but if you look down to their true roots like especially the multiplayer game jump like era right now that we're in there's an underlying similarity in all of them and that's microtransactions and that kind of that's when gaming became it was always corporate because everything's corporate but that's when gaming fully became like where you can feel the corporationness of it and not just like we need to get this story across in this on you know on Nintendo 64 or original xbox one of the best rpgs i ever played in my whole life is still knights of the old republic on original xbox Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that game changed Mm -hmm. my life as far as like what star wars could be and what games could be and it was the first mainstream game to have actual voice acted dialogue in an uh-huh. rpg <laughs> and that's weird to imagine and and yeah Holy and now crap. like you know it's just it's a different time i'm trying to find positivity within this current era of of gaming but it's very hard to it's really hard to and it makes me sad it does because there's so <laughs> many like like Midnight releases was huge. I oh, remember going those are huge. and buying Black Pokemon. Ops Midnight release. Get out of Black here! Ops, I, I was there. Black Ops. <laughs> you didn't do Black Ops. What'd you do? No. Um, I did. I did the Halo. Did Halo Three. My, okay, that's my, me, and my mom, and my brother yeah. all pre-ordered it and and went and got it. That's very, um, very I've, good. In adult adulthood, I did a COD one. I can't remember which one it was for probably one of the not so good ones and went to a GameStop at midnight. They had a little bus outside. It's playing games with random people. It was just me. Like I was just with a bunch of random people. Yeah. Awesome. And awesome. I remember going opening day cause I had pre-ordered Pokemon, um, for, for the Nintendo DS, you know, and there was something like so satisfying about opening up something, taking out a disc or a cartridge and having to put in a new one. It wasn't spreadsheety. It was like, oh my gosh, where's my case? I gotta have my case. Okay, where's this game? What do we do? Yeah, right? you could and share like, games. It was like a communal yes. experience. It's beautiful. Oh, dude, being in like fifth and sixth grade, like connecting Game Boys to trade Pokemon with my buddy. In, oh, in with that camp. weird wire. <laughs> yes, dude. Like there was something so communal about that. And to your point, sharing games, stuff like that. So much community with, there. Yeah, without whereas sharing games, like, I wouldn't have experienced modern warfare which was like mm. the first multiplayer game i ever played wow. in my life if, yeah. if some if one of my friends wasn't like going away and was like oh you can have this mm-hmm. and i was just like yeah. oh my gosh i'm not even allowed to buy this i'm 13 <laughs> 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 he was in my youth group too he was he's a great guy <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> awesome <laughs> um but yeah that 
I don't. We don't have to stick with gaming the whole time, but that right. is a very good, yeah. good point, and something I've thought about recently. Where gaming used to take me away subconsciously, I would cease to be, and I would be the video game. Whatever the video game mm-hmm. was, that was me. I was just doing that. Yeah. And that element is gone, and now I find it hard for me to finish good games, like yeah. Miles Morales, Spider Man. I love the first Spider Man on PS4, but even now it's like. Oh, it's the same. My brain's just like, it's the same gameplay formula. <laughs> like, yeah. it just feels the same. Yeah. And then it immediately just, like, takes me out of it. It's hard for me to really, like, dive into a game and truly, like, mm-hmm. disappear and not have the side quest submissions feel like, like, work. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I see all these side missions, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to do this. <laughs> what is this going to do for me? I think of it like an adult now. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's transition then. Um, so movies. So think about, um, I don't know, maybe it was 10 years ago or something close to that. Frozen came out. And kids at that time, like, that was a big thing for that generation, let's call it. What do you remember being a movie like that for you? Because I've got my answer. <laughs> like like that changed that, that everything? That was huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I'll give a, I'll give two answers because my first is gonna be stereotypical. Okay. My first is gonna be so obvious. Okay. Yeah. It was it was Revenge of the Sith in the theaters, but okay. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I'll also say was the first Avengers movie was okay. Insane! You never saw anything like it. The first Avengers movie I remember being a very infamous moment in a movie theater where I was like. Yeah. cheering and freaking out i've never even experienced such a thing to that level okay. like at that time mm-hmm. so those those would be as far as like i'm trying to include like not just what makes me feel special but like what changed like the mm-hmm. scene a little bit when it came out those are two big ones for me but uh, what about yourself well i was getting even further back in in my development <laughs> okay, um, okay. i was going all the way back to like toy story you know what I mean? Like okay, that okay. growing up, I had Toy Story sheets. I had like a cardboard no, cutout of Woody sure. and Buzz on top of RC, you know, at that end scene and stuff like that. Like I remember having a Toy Story game for our old, old little PC that we couldn't use much, you know, out mm-hmm. in, the, in the corner next to my mom's desk when we were super young, like that growing up with Toy Story and Toy Story 2 would be that early age. Like those were game changing and then like you go to disney now at epcot and you see the pixar shorts and before it they talk about the history and you hear how crazy the animating was and for them to even do toy story in the first place you're like whoa like yeah i just knew it was amazing because i grew up with but you hear the the impact of it and it's like whoa absolutely Dis- disney disney has a big one i guess most of my Div- disney movie experiences were in uh, always at home Okay. Like they yes. were, ra- yes. were rarely in the theater, so that's why I didn't even think about that. But I watched okay. Toy Story probably the VHS's, most man. out of out of all the Pixar movies for sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so I'm I'm right there with you with the nostalgia and like the whoa, like movies are different now because nobody's made a movie quite this like ambitious. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? And now yeah. look at the animation and incredible things that we're getting for just. TV episodes of things. You think of yeah. just how Streaming much better stuff. animation is. Like I'm watching older animated things 
you watch know, like the and, like, CGI so in, in Smallville compared to like Peacemaker, <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. you could say. <laughs> okay, that's fun to think about. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez, that's weird. But like, yeah, the certain certain things are finding their tried to true nature. That's why I don't want to make pop culture have this dark and glooming like feel for the future, mm-hmm. just because like. Maybe you could be uncertain with what Marvel doing Marvel's doing. You don't feel like they're they're being as true to themselves as they as they used to be. That's mm-hmm. a valid thing to think and feel for sure, but it, it still it shouldn't like overtake your judgment of or experience of said thing. Um, yeah. So it's like keeping an open head with all these new technologies and what have you that mm-hmm. that are that are coming out to you know for our benefit i think star wars is, is in a very good place right now better than it was a yep. couple years ago marvel yep. is i feel like about to jump off the the waterfall here <laughs> hopefully ant-man is like delivers and just amazes God, us so. and gets us super excited for the future and what have you yeah that's yep. what we want that's that's what we're, we're hoping for hopefully gaming can find its true nature again somehow <laughs> i don't yeah. know that one i have less hope about if i'm being honest me too unfortunately me too yeah i definitely have hope for movies i definitely have hope for for streaming service television shows because so much money is being pumped into it so much is is there um that is true hopeful yeah and then let's let's jump to a different different facet different category there again um music I okay. feel like it's definitely different now than it was when you're younger again <laughs> because yeah that's everything we didn't have any streaming services we didn't have <laughs> any of that stuff uh not until you know like teenage years you know think back to what the original YouTube app looked like on an iPhone versus <laughs> or an iPod touch you know so so what and how do you remember stumbling upon music yeah, music was was a thing that was always very controlled in in my growing up environment. Okay, I never yeah, really yeah. thought freely about music until I was probably in middle school. Um, okay, wow. Like I just yeah. thought music was just a thing. It's like it's not something I choose. It's just it's with the movie or it's with you know this mm. this song that my dad's playing on the radio. Like it's not something I like even think about really until until the age where like. Oh, here's a, like here, like I was coming out of the age of actual physical music media. Like by the time mm-hmm. I was getting into music, it was buying songs off iTunes and downloading it to like an iPod <laughs> Touch, yeah. or yeah. what have you. That was like that was the boom of music. Was just like there was a digital marketplace you can buy from now, um, mm-hmm. and then the transition from that to streaming, I felt felt like happened so fast. I like blinked and it was here. Yeah. Absolutely. And that changed everything. Music is all, the entirety of like the library of music almost is <laughs> readily at your at your fingertips at pretty much yep. all times. And I can understand how that in the same way can take the grace out of it, the the process, the procedure for vinyl and and you know mm-hmm. tapes and what have you. And then people always say vinyl sounds the best. It sounds better than you know the compressed you know BS you hear on Spotify. Blah blah blah. All of that is absolutely valid, but for me, and just the ease of access, I think I, I like as far as a listener goes, streaming changed it for the better 
and Absolutely. I've discovered so yeah. much music and I've gone so deep uh, with like just like artists that I never would have if I had to pay for all this like manually. <laughs> um, right. The exposure. And I think huge. I enjoy music now currently at the age I am than I ever have previously. Okay. Which, wow. which is a weird take, but that's currently how I feel. I think yeah. if music really hits me, it hits me like deeper than some other medias used to and what have you. Wow. What, uh, what was like a first big artist that you chose to listen to? going in that transitional period for you it was i mean we talked about it in the last one of the last episodes mm-hmm. of switchfoot was my first album but that was still within my parents good graces and, mm-hmm. and taking their thoughts of me in regard and what i'm allowed to listen to and at that age yeah but like the emo warp tour scene is where my teens grew into <laughs> my my okay. tea tree vein teen tree veins went into that scene of tight skinny jeans hair in the face you know king for a day yeah blink 182 so like those kinds of songs where i would listen i would hear my brother listening to like i miss you in his room okay and just like listening at the door being like what kind of song is this this is awesome like i can't even describe how it's making me feel this is crazy Mm -hmm. um so that kind of like my brother was very influential influential with like my um music listening so like right you have an older brother who would like pour down yeah yeah 11 11 years 11 years older yeah and so he just like was like oh here listen to this listen to under oath listen to seosin i was like okay he's like listen to my kim (laughs) like and i did and that kind of was like oh my gosh i can choose what i listen to like this is crazy (laughs) that is a transition what about yourself sir so Right, like I had talked about younger, it was definitely a lot of Christian music and it was definitely a lot of country. Um, because that's what my mom listened to. I remember her having a six disc CD player in the trunk. In the trunk was such a big deal because you could rotate through the six. That is crazy. That's fancy. CDs, I, I right? like, imagine that. <laughs> and, and I just remember how cool that was. You know, I remember having like this old, cheap, just little, you know cylinder looking like mp3 Mm -hmm. and recording a weird owl song so i could listen to it through its cheap little microphone because my uncle was showing me it (laughs) right he's like playing it off of whatever and i was recording it cool (laughs) and and so i remember (laughs) a ton of country um like a couple artists i would say i still listen to and have been able to go to concerts with my mom as you know was um like rascal flats for the country scene um, Shane and Shane for the Christian scene. Those are two that I still listen to today. Um, I, I talked about my first CD, and I think it was maybe one of those Toby Toby Mac albums and stuff like that. And like sitting my you know CD player in the middle of my room and listening to it and stuff like that. But but I I wouldn't say a lot of that was on my own. To your point, like I don't think that happened more until middle school high school when there was more of an opportunity for me to see streamed things or um to your point buy itunes and i forget about itunes now and and i listened to a ton of Katy perry <laughs> right 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 <laughs> like that was so big for me you know and that's who i my, my mom's laptop i had my own login and i had the wallpaper was her you know and stuff like that i remember <laughs> being so excited when albums would drop for her i'd buy them off you know itunes right away um 
But I remember like a huge pick for me was I remember it was like probably probably ninth or tenth grade, maybe summer going into tenth grade, and listening to um Nick it was like um Teen Nick, but in the morning. And they would okay. show music videos. And every okay. morning at my buddy's house would be getting ready for football. Um, day and night by Kid Cudi, the music video for that would okay. play. What it? And so I, I looked up because I wanted to know. Um, that was on his first mixtape, which was in 08, July of That's 08. That's crazy. And then like that, his first like actual studio recorded album released the next year in 09. So yeah, it was probably that summer of 2010 going into 10th grade, right? And I didn't listen to him fully then. It took me years to realize. And then he became my favorite artist once I like fully listened to his stuff. And you just think of that transition, right? Like having CDs, listening with your parents, right? To getting to the age of driving, getting to the age of having your own phone, right? Because by that time, yeah, I would have been close to having a phone that could have music on it. Not a flip phone, not a texting phone, but an actual similar to smartphone thing. Um, no longer just an iPod touch and, and getting to experience that, you know, um, nowadays, who would you say is, is like probably the biggest impact on you musically <clears throat> musically or a couple people either way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always hard to just choose one for me. Um, musically it, it's changed for sure that my roots are still there and I can always tap into those roots and still feel the things that, that I, you know, discovered feeling while listening to certain songs from that era. I'm seeing Blink-182 in July. <laughs> like, really? with, with like, Tom DeLonge's return to Blink-182. For, and for fans, that's a big deal. So, like, I still have love and care for that era, even though I might not listen to it every day. <laughs> like, when, yeah. when I hear Tom DeLonge sing I Miss You in his stadium live with thousands of people, I'm going to cry. That's just going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right when he says spiders, yeah. it's just going to pour down. <laughs> but um currently it's very different um Mm -hmm. my vibe is more relaxing i like very uh indie kind of like vocodery auto-tune messing with like vocal and and stuff like that i love joji i mean obviously everyone does right but i like his vibe i think what he creates is very much his unique vibe that nobody else can match exactly at least i think like it's different for sure they, they can't match it exactly they can be sad kind of like rappy indie singing with like some auto-tune filter but it does it's just joji has tapped into a certain kind of uh, vein but um but yeah th- th- him but uh, a band called jap the japanese house they're they're like they're kind of like 1975 vibe i guess but okay. they're more okay. they're more relaxed and less poppy definitely not making crazy like you know we're effing in our car shooting heroin yeah, <laughs> nothing like yeah. that but um <laughs> um but yeah the japanese house 070 shake joji those are like my top three like i would love to see them all live one day kind of currents currents but what are your currents i know kid cutty's still a current Hey, Caddy, man, still, still, still yeah. current. He's one I want to see again because even some of the stuff he's put out. At least he saw him once. That's man. great. Yeah, I know. Well, for sure. And I missed an opportunity last year. I don't even know how I didn't realize, but um, yeah, him for sure. I, you know, and we should have went, bro, because O seven O opened that show. 
Really? She did, oh, yeah. Because they're so like cool. they're good friends. So I would have gone for her for sure. Dang it, man. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have um, been awesome. But, you know, I, I still think of fun things like the Jonas Brothers, right? When we went to that concert, how much fun that was. Oh, yeah, that was a blast. Of, uh, Harry Styles and how much, at least last year, that had an impact. And it, it was, I listened to it a ton. Um, influenced this year by by partially you and in that, you know, the group chat talking about it was, was Joji. And that's been a nice chill lesson to me so much so that I'm like, I got to get off of it. I got to stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get caught in the loop on. of Joji. <laughs> yes. Dude, because it's 20, it's like 24 minutes or whatever. So it's like driving home or whatever. It's like the perfect. I'm like, stop, listen, venture yeah. out, do stuff, man. So, um, a country artist that my brother had told me about and kind of got me into is, uh, Zach Bryan. And yeah. just kind of feeling that like so to your it, it's a little bit of a slower all kind of sounds the same um just country and it's very chill very calm i think i'm kind of feeling stuff like that as well right now i think because everything else is so you know so stressing right now absolutely so it's nice to have that. Mm-hmm. bring down come down just nice I com- so, yeah i completely agree that's, that's why I, I don't listen to much poppy stuff or or fast-paced stuff like ever so often it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like i don't know i like music for a serenity kind of vibe i mean mm-hmm. it has its it, music is so versatile it can go in any direction really it can go yeah oh i want to be angry and punch something or oh i want to you know feel happy you know fun soft feelings <laughs> yeah it can do it all Absolutely. for sure but yeah that's one thing i feel music has only grown better as i've gotten older Mm-hmm. Unlike the other mediums, would be my yes, resounding sure. thoughts about it and what have you. Agreed. Final man. thoughts or what have you? Yeah. Yeah. Final Let's thoughts. Did, are we good? Did we? I, that I think that was everything I wanted to cover. Uh, All right. And, yeah. Let's do I it. mean, let's outro this. Let's let's do it. Well, guys, thanks for listening to our thoughts. Thanks for uh, spending some time and learning a little bit more about us and what pop culture is meant for us. I mean. There's a reason we want to talk about this and why in our headers since we were we little lads and, and facial hairless, you know, and yeah, it's just been awesome for us. You know, it's 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 definitely impacted us heavy. What do you think, Ernie? Yeah, I, I completely agree. All this stuff has impacted in its own particular way. And we we're just talking about, you know, the unique differences that everyone has and trying to get to the source of it again, feel what its intentions are or at least what it it just it just depends on the content really but don't take everything too seriously but enjoy it still of course have your thoughts have your opinions but don't make it life or death because it isn't it it doesn't matter to that degree but it can impact you in profound ways that that feel very i don't know connected with who you are and that's that's the feelings you should be searching for with within these different mediums and what have you we have you know more so than ever the access to the most media ever recorded ever (laughs) to others so that's crazy alone right there and And be uniquely human that's awesome it's beautiful there's beauty in all of us like in our own things and yeah yeah and then and then talking about it and that's what we did tonight even when we don't have a real like planned out segmented news section or anything it still still works out it's still all good everybody don't worry yeah hey follow our socials pastor shawarma on uh pretty much everything 
and let us know what you guys think rate us and keep checking us out thanks guys see you next friday yeah Shawarma. There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. <laughs>